0: it's just about the math. It's, it's all about the math, but there's a reality. And the election is going to have an outcome on our retirement planning, on our retirement savings and our cash flow. Because you hear me say it all the time, you know, as, as we're teaching people and helping families, retirement is all about cash flow.
1: Is about more than just a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedel is here to help with the Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on the Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created. To help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the Retirement Fitness Plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to the Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer.
2: It's the Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedell, a podcast about finding ways to help you become financially fit for your future, no matter what financial shape you're in now. Taxes, are they going up? Are they going down? Staying the same? And what do we do? This is Leanne Sedell and here to help us with all of our questions and to give us some guidance to help us stay in the best financial shape possible, the Retirement Trainer, Ed Sedell. Hi,
0: Ed. Hey, Leanne. What's going on? Uh, Ah, it it, it is. It 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 is is crazy. The political Mm -hmm. seat is the season, right? Politics, you got to love it. Or not, or not, right?
2: (laughs) You know, it's interesting whenever... Still can't
0: watch the news.
2: (laughs) Well, and when you say taxes, that's something that just generates a whole chill up everybody's spine, so...
0: Earlier today, we were meeting with a family that we just started helping, and she made a comment, uh, Heidi made a comment about uh, guarantees, and I said... Well, you know what they say. She says, yes, there's only two guarantees. Death and taxes. (laughs) Yeah. And then she said, well, aren't they the same? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, that's good. That's very good. I was
0: like, hey, boom, I'm going to steal that one. That was pretty good.
2: Is this something that we uh, need to start worrying? You know, I don't even like the way I phrase that question because worry does... Plan
0: for it, right? You know, I mean, those are the things that we, we, we just need to plan for here's the problem. There's a whole lot of things. So number one, this is the the political free zone, if you will, because it's all about the math. It's always all about the math. And so we're going to approach this more from a finance 101, econ 101, okay, tax 101, uh, and, and just kind of lay it out, lay out the, the groundwork, because, you know, people need to understand that. Well, so let me ask you this, what, what is the single biggest expense that people have in retirement? Taxes. It is right. <laughs> well, you knew the answer, so you're cheating. You're looking, at, yeah, you, yeah, you're looking at the the answer sheet. No, but and also everyone always says health care, and that is expensive. But you know taxes, and most people don't realize that when you retire, paying taxes on Social Security is completely voluntary. And actually, you know, depending on pensions and other things, but generally speaking, um, you know, paying taxes in retirement on ordinary income can also be. Um, voluntary. So, having the plan in place is so very important, and you know that's why people need to plan. You know, it's it's just you know planning, planning, planning. We say it all the time, but it is it's it's imperative. When we talk when we're helping families and we're putting together the retirement fitness plan, I always tell people my job is to keep them safe. And part of that is in how we measure wealth. It's not what you make, it's not what you save, it's what you get to keep at the end of the day. So that's why, you know, step three in our in our five-step process is it's all about the taxes. You know, we don't do the actual tax planning as far as the, the tax returns, but, you know, quarterbacking that and working with the CPAs and using our tax planning and financial planning software, it really helps lay out the groundwork to educate the families that we're helping so that they know what to do next.
2: Gotcha. That's kind of the uh, next direction I was going to have you go was just to talk about, you know, what your crystal ball says. (laughs) (laughs) This is not something that I think that you need to have uh, glasses on for as far as uh, knowing whether taxes are going up or down. It kind of looks like that's not something that we need to have a crystal
0: ball for. You're right. Okay, so... Let's go back and kind of lay the groundwork a little bit, you know, over the last 20 years. And we'll kind of lead into where we're at today because it's such a stark difference. But yet the attitudes are exactly the same. And, and what I mean by that is so I'm a very, very young 21 year old. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but we've been doing this for a long time, right? Most people, um, we've always been told to put money away pre-tax. Okay. Get the deduction now. And that's what pre-tax is. So you, you get the deduction now and it grows tax deferred. And when it comes back out, you pay ordinary income tax on what you put in as well as all the gains. So if you start off with a hundred thousand dollars, $50,000, whatever that paycheck is, let's just say it's a hundred. I'm going to use round numbers, make the math easy. And you put away $10,000 into your 401k pre-tax. Your W-2 is not going to show one hundred thousand. It's going to show ninety thousand. So it actually takes it right off the top. All right, that is what we've always been told. So I call that conventional financial wisdom, right? Because that's what we're told to to do. And the reason is it's the best way to save for retirement. You know, we're going to need less income when we retire. Wrong, um, <laughs> and you're going to be in a much lower tax bracket when you retire. Wrong. Okay, typically. And, you know, it's a different reality today.
2: Well, it's kind of a moving target. How do you how do you say that when when (laughs) when our world is so much different than when we were in our 20s?
0: Yeah, I mean, it it is. So, you know, taxes, it's that legislative risk. Right. So that's why you need to to have that plan and um, be very pragmatic when you're when you're putting your your financial plans together. You know, chances are. You know, you're not going to be in a lower tax bracket, um, you know, lifestyle, especially it's right after you retire, especially with the families that we're helping and working with, you know, they've got that bucket list early on. They're going to do a lot of traveling, you know, so a lot of times, you know, we're seeing on average spending goes up, you know, anywhere from eight to 12% for the that first seven, eight years after retirement. And then it goes down and then it comes back up again because of health care issues, mm-hmm. you know, as far as deferring the taxes and the money coming out, being in a lower tax bracket, it's that legislative risk, you know. Right now, and again, political free zone. Right now, whether you you know like it or not, we we're in all time historical low tax rates. I mean, we really are. When you add in the standard deduction and everything else, which we'll go through. But really, what I you know, laying out the groundwork is is so important because you know, starting in in two thousand eighteen, the standard deduction you know for single filers under the age of sixty five. You know, more than double to 12,000. Okay. The standard deduction for married filing jointly for, you know, individuals under the age of, of 65, more than double to, to 24,000. Now, if you're over the age of, of 65 as a single filer for, for this year, you know, it's, it's just shy of 14,000. And if you're married filing jointly and you're both, you know, over the age, 65 and older, Um, you're you're pushing, you know, $27,000 as the standard deduction. That's a huge jump because most folks that are entering that next phase in their life, you know, as they're getting ready to retire or in retirement, they don't have a whole lot of debt, so they can't itemize. So that's a huge, huge tax savings right there, okay? And when we look at the biggest expenses from 2018, 2019, we don't know what it is for this year, you know, the four biggest expenses, you know, in this order, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and interest on the national debt. And the the expectation, so this was from the CBO Congressional Budgetary Office, um, and this is in 2008, they said that by 2020, these four categories will devour 92 cents of every single tax dollar. Mm -hmm. Think about that, those four things. So, I mean, that means that there's six cents left over to, to fund, or, or I'm sorry, eight cents left over, simple math, Common, <laughs> I was common just Core, I right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and so Don't there's only- question
2: e- your financial advisor.
0: <laughs> you know, to, to fund things like, you know, border security, NASA, the Army, Air Force, the Armed Forces, FEMA, you know, the CDC, Center for Disease Control, food stamps. that's debatable whether or not we want to fund them, IRS, you know, and, in you know, Fish and Wildlife, uh, the Peace Corps, and the list goes on and on. So, eight cents of every dollar. So, that's what it was anticipated in 2018 for this year. So, obviously, we won't know. We don't have a budget. We haven't had a budget in years, all right, So because of Congress. So, we don't really know, but we do know that we added over $3.5 trillion to the national debt. As a matter of fact, while we're talking, I'm actually going to pull up the national debt clock well, just so we can see.
2: Well, but with, with COVID, I, I am sure that that has um, created quite a jump. Oh, it has. And, that, and that's without the second uh, supposed stimulus that we were supposed to see.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the national debt... You know, as of uh, uh, 3.19 p.m. on October 13th, 2020, is $27 trillion, actually over. And so the debt per citizen is $81,866, and the debt to cover the national debt per taxpayer is $216,772. Ouch. Okay, so... You know, when, when we ask that question, are, are taxes going up or going down? And, and again, so you've got one side, the country shut down, not because we wanted it to, but because the government told us that we had to, right? Um, so you had businesses shut down, restaurants, some will never reopen again. Um, and, and it put a lot of people in, in financial harm, financial peril, all right? So, you know, they, they had to do this disaster relief, but yet at the under the CARES Act, but yet at the same time, it added three and a half trillion dollars to the national debt. And that was the first go around. And and there's probably going to be a second go around. Yeah. All right. So that's that's the current administration, the um, candidate. Right. The, the Democratic uh, Biden. Uh, and, and again, this is this is just I'm just repeating what they're saying. Um, taxes are going up. So depending on what you're listening to, it's either anybody over four hundred thousand. But there's, you know, they've said several times that as soon as he gets into office, he's going to do away with this this current tax cut. All right, so it's automatically going to go back to 2017, which means taxes are going up for everybody. Right, so one way or another, taxes have to go up, and it's not me just saying this. Um, so, David Walker was the Comptroller General for the U.S., kind of like the CPA uh, for for the country, if you will, um, 10 years under both uh, Bush and Clinton. So he's kind of agnostic when it comes to politics. And, you know, he still sits on the board for the Social Security Administration. You know, he is, he's the real deal. And he said, and this is important, you know, regardless of what politicians tell you, any additional accumulations of debt are basically deferred taxes. Do you know when he said that? 2009. That was 2009, okay? That was when the, the, the national debt w- was still about nine trillion, which, which was a lot. And so when Bush took it over, it was five trillion. all right So under Bush over eight years, he almost doubled it. Under Obama, um, he doubled it. And I mean now we're, we're kind of we, it's that continual deficit spending that, that we see over and over and over again. And that's my biggest fear you know, being, you know, uh, a fiscal conservative, you know, how are we going to get this under control? Because it's not just going to impact the the families that we're helping and you and me, but our kids and our grandkids, because eventually someone's got to pay that bill, right? It's got to get paid. And, you know, when we look at history right now, so this current tax code is set to go away or sunset, um, if you will, December 31st, 2025. However, you know, we have this election coming. And so, again, this is a political free zone, you know, and, and it's just about the math. It's, it's all about the math. But there's a reality. And the election is going to have an outcome on our retirement planning, on our retirement savings, and our cash flow. Because you hear me say it all the time, you know, as, as we're teaching people and helping families, retirement is all about cash flow. Right, And so if you have to pay more and more out of your pocket to cover taxes, that means there's less and less for you to be able to, to maintain your lifestyle.
2: Let's move to what's the next step. What do we do?
0: So what we're doing, you know, we're, we're helping a lot of families because even though under the CARES Act, there's no required minimum distributions for this year. For
2: this year. Mm-hmm.
0: But I tell everybody when, when it comes to retirement planning, um, and especially when it comes to taxes, there's two magical ages. Right. So the the first age is is 59 and a half. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the second age, because, you know, when I'm teaching these classes, I always ask everybody, and you have half the group says, you know, 70 and a half, and the other half says 72. And I'm like, can you, this is why I love this question. Everyone's right. Because, right, the Secure Act, that was passed effective January 1st of 2020, this year. If you were 70 and a half before, then you have to continue taking required minimum distributions. So December 31st of last year or earlier, you can't stop. But if you didn't turn 70 and a half until this year, all right, then you can wait until the age of 72. So it's, I I call it that sweet spot. And we'll kind of, I think we're gonna wind up having to do this in two episodes. Mm -hmm.
2: Yep, definitely.
0: So there's a lot of planning that can be done. And you know, we'll get into that in more detail in the next episode. But when we're helping people, the, the software that we use, um, it really does narrow it down based on on your situation, the amount of assets that you have pre-tax. Because, you know, think about it. The single largest asset that most people have other than their home is their tax retirement. It, it is. And I tell everybody all the time, that is the most expensive money you can buy. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. And it affects everything that you do. And so being able to get that under control, um, taking advantage of the current tax code. So even though we've met with everybody a couple times this year and talked with them and we've updated their plans, you know, one of the the things that we're doing is we're already scheduling everybody for right after the election to, (laughs) I don't want to say right after because we don't know when it's, going to be resolved. But, you know, the, later in November and December so that we can come up with our tax plan as far as the Roth conversions, because that Roth converting that. So a Roth is we talked about pre-tax, right, where you, you put the money in, you're getting a deduction now and it comes out and you pay ordinary income on the original contribution and all the growth And a Roth is you're not getting the deduction now. I think the example that I used in the beginning of the, of the show was using $100,000, you put in 10000 your W-2 is now 90000 Well, with a Roth, if you put in 10000 it's still $100,000. So you're putting in that money after tax. You're already paying the tax on it, but it's going to grow tax-deferred, and when it comes out, it's, it's tax-free. So I use the saying all the time, would you rather pay tax on the seed or the harvest? And the example that I use in class is, would you rather pay taxes on a $10,000 bag of seed that plants a hundred acres that can yield, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in revenue and or pay tax on the hundred thousand dollars in revenue. And it's not a trick question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because a lot of times when I say people look at me like, and I'm like, no, it's really not a trick question. Yeah. You want to pay taxes on the $10,000. So that's why having that plan is so important.
2: Well, that's what I was coming to next. So how can people find out uh, what they need to do to save on their taxes?
0: You know, give us a call. You know, no cost, no obligation. I really want to educate people, help people out. Um, you know, we'll put together the plan, the retirement fitness plan. We'll really concentrate on step number three, which are the taxes to see if, you know, you're a candidate for Roth conversions and, and look at some other areas that you may be able to, to start planning for long term, making sure that you have the right positive impacts for, for your cash flow and retirement.
2: So if you want to give us a call, the office number is 614-526-4118. Or you can send Ed an email at info at egsifinancial.com. Or you can reach us through the website at www.egsifinancial.com. Thanks, Ed.
0: Thanks, Leanne.
1: your fitness level, not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up and Ed Sedel is here to help you do that with The Retirement Trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for, a happy comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it down into five
2: Thank